thinky, thirsty, and over 30. Welcome to Afternoon Army, a safe place for grown armies to dish and discover BTS. We are four ladies who just wanted to know their names and now can explain the meaning of Lachimolala. New to Army? No problem. Come along as we explore all the important business that Bongtan throws our way. Join us on the last Tuesday of every month as we hop in the clown car and drive to the circus. And stay tuned for shorter, snack-sized episodes between hosts and various correspondents. Because one thing we know is that content, well, it just keeps on coming. This is Tanya, Allison, and I are here together in my BTS teen space at my house. Yeah, we're having a little BTS retreat. We are. Like we do. Mm-hmm. We, we got together uh, Saturday, which was yesterday, and uh, did BTS field trips. We went to, uh, to the K-pop store in Kansas City and had fun and tried to resist buying BT with 21 stuff without success. No, we came home with BT 21 stuff. We did. And then uh, last night, uh, I had just gotten a copy of the uh, Magic Shop DVDs on eBay. And we sat and watched Magic Shop from start to finish, which neither of us had ever had a chance to do before and had a spiritual experience. It was incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. Just... (laughs) just incredible just to watch them like talking with the audience and with each other and the little games that they would play and how yeah you should the, watch it the little skits the little videos mm-hmm. oh my it, the whole thing was absolutely beautiful the energy of it it was in Busan so they were you know it was like a homecoming for them it sounded like they had just been on tour but it was during the love yourself speak yourself tour and it it was probably after they had just done the European leg or maybe the Asian leg. I don't know, but they were in the middle of it and they sounded mm-hmm. really excited to be home. Yeah. They were so playful. Oh, it was beautiful. And so many of the most beautiful clips that we've seen mm. online and videos that we've watched on YouTube were all from that mm-hmm. show in Busan. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, well, we are here today with um, a subject that we have been excited about for a long time. We've been planning this episode for ages and ages because we are both like many people very uh we just love fragrances and we get kind of fascinated by them and we ran across a post somewhere on Instagram probably some months ago that had uh, information about different fragrances that the BTS members were wearing probably a few years ago mm-hmm. uh, and we don't know whether they're still wearing them now but they had they named them as favorites or things that they had and uh, so <laughs> we had always wondered, what do they smell like? Because that is just, I'm sorry, but it is just such an intimate thing. Because that's a total normal fangirl question. It is, it is. And, and we are not alone. We know because we've we've looked and we've seen other uh, fans wondering about this and a lot of um, buzz when that information about their fragrances would come out from time to time of people wanting to try them and getting excited like oh my gosh I, I just have to know what they smell like and and other army had been ordering samples of their for fragrances and trying them in the past and I for me too I think the genesis of it was back when I first became around the time I first became very strongly Hobie biased when I first became army, he posted a picture of himself 
of his shoulders from the mm. back. It was one of his selkas that he posted. And it was like, he was wearing this kind of gauzy thin sweater, um, fuzzy thin sweater. And it was just his beautiful shoulders and his neck. And I just was like, I just, <laughs> at this moment. I just need to lean in. I just need to know. <laughs> just have to know. So that was the genesis of this. How about, how about for you, Allison? Um, well, sort of from a different non-BTS perspective, which is very not me at all, but my girlfriends it, where I'm at home have been sort of on a scent journey where every Tuesday night we meet for cocktails and just like girl time and we smell new perfumes and just like, what's the scent kit like and this scent mm -hmm. kit? So I, we've been doing this for months now and it just coincided with our journey to figure out what the boys are wearing. And that's been really fun to like, listen to um what the notes are in their perfumes and then the ones that my friends and I are trying and the different sample kits uh, so that's how I entered this rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, but it has been really fun and I've learned a lot so yeah. I have too I can I, I'm don't pretend to have any kind of um, real expert vocabulary and we're not coming at this from that angle so for those of you who really know a lot about fragrances you'll be like oh boy <laughs> But if, if you don't, then you'll enjoy the ride with us. <laughs> so what, Allison, what fragrances have you worn in the past when you were younger and now? In the past, uh, the only one I can remember strongly is CK1 because I tend to get headaches. So mm -hmm. I have to be very particular about the scents that I wear. Um, and I remember that was a big deal. I got it one year for Christmas, I think. Um, and I tend to like gender neutral scents. Um, just as a, a rule. And mm. that one stands out. Um, I didn't really do the whole bath and body work stuff because those scents were so strong. I do tend to like sweet scents um, and less floral ones and spicier ones now. Um, and then recently in that like sampling of perfumes that my friends and I are doing, I have found one called She's an Anomaly. And that has been my favorite. And it's very fresh and a little bit sweet um, and has really just a lovely scent. And so that one I have been wearing most frequently. Is that from a particular boutique or, or designer house or is it uh, from a little place? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to find out it. We'll put it in the yeah. show notes in case anybody it's wants absolutely to absolutely delightful. So yeah. How about you? I smelled it last night and it was lovely. Yeah. And unique too. I mm -hmm. And all the samples that we've been trying. Uh, for me, I have the same similar problem with headaches. I'm a, I'm a little bit, not terribly, but a little bit chemically sensitive. Like I cannot, if I walk into a room where somebody has a Glade mm. um, thing going in the outlet, you know, those room fragrance things, sometimes I'll get hives um, and sometimes I'll have respiratory problems if they're just a little too intense for me. So I've had kind of a similar issue. And in fact, some of the samples that we tried, we'll talk about it, were a little too strong for me. Uh, so I start, I got a gift when I was in my early 20s, I think, of a bottle of um, cocoa by Chanel. And I thought it was beautiful, but it was too heavy for me. And I was having problems wearing it because of um, sneezing and respiratory stuff. So I think I wore it for a while, but then I probably passed it on to someone. Uh, and then I, at the time, I was using some just a little bit of Clinique for makeup. And I try, I was at the department store buying something and 
I tried their scent, uh, Happy, and they still make it. It is lovely. It's very light. It's very pretty, and it didn't um, set me off. So I wore that for a really long time, and now, and then. I didn't wear anything for a long time. You know, life got busy and I just kind of stopped caring <laughs> about, about anything. Uh, got too busy with my career. But then um, a few years ago, I started using some Origins products. And I was, again, at the department store and I tried their ginger perfume. And again, it doesn't set me off at all. It is so light and pretty, but a little bit spicy too. And you can wear a whole bunch of it and it, and it um, just is really pretty and doesn't uh, aggravate your system at all. So I've been wearing that for a really long time, but I have a new favorite now, thanks to our <laughs> BTS fragrance experience. So wait for, you can wait for the big reveal. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. And in fact, we took an army field trip. You you came down, I think it was in August or maybe mm -hmm. early September. Last week in August. Okay. Okay. And because we had just seen, we were starting to do research on what the members had worn in the past. And in fact, uh, Yoongi had just done a V Live where he had some fragrances on his shelf in his studio and fans were talking about which, um, which fragrances those were. And one of them was a very expensive boutique fragrance, Chanel Boy. Like you can't even, we learned because we went on a field trip to Nordstrom's and a couple of other department stores to see if we could find it and try it because this is how crazy we are. Because <laughs> we just part of the army field trip experience. It's totally normal. So we went to try to find it. And in fact, we finally found a, we had, it was, I think we went to Nordstrom's last and the um, sales manager was so kind and helpful. And so she actually took the time to explain the reason why we don't have boy is that it's one of their boutique fragrances and you actually have to go to a Chanel boutique or a very like even more bougie department store than Nordstrom's, which is saying a lot like Neiman Marcus to try that. So if any of you want to go on a field trip, make sure that if you want to try boy that you uh, you have, you'll have to go to the bougie mall in your town <laughs> if you have one near you and uh, try it there because of, or, or get a sample online and we'll talk about how you Ooh, can do yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. So that's how we ended up doing it. Mm -hmm. We went on our little field trip and even though we had a failed mission, we soon succeeded because we figured out how to get a sample online. <laughs> the internet you can order. <laughs> yes. So, okay, so we're going to start in a minute to talk about, um, we'll, we'll give you some background um, on fragrances first. Uh, even though we're not experts. And then we'll get into the heart of the show, which is talking about each one of the ones that we tried that are associated with the different members. But just to tell you where this information is sourced from, this was not an empirical study of any kind. Uh, basically, the source of our info is Instagram. <laughs> fans, you know, you, you've probably seen their fans, uh, some really fun accounts that post about BTS fashion. They'll, you know, soon after an airport run, they'll post what the member was wearing and which design house it comes from and what it costs and things like that. So fans have uh, those kinds of accounts, uh, fan accounts have posted in the past when a member has either talked about in a fashion magazine, what fragrance they wear, or if it's on their shelf in a V Live. And so we just drew the information from that. So we don't know that this is what the members are wearing now. We just know that they've worn these fragrances in the past and we wanted to check them out just to see if we could learn a little bit more about what their tastes are, what, what are they into and what might they possibly smell like, which is something uh, that uh, we just, it's a fascination that we can't let go of. <laughs> and it's fun to see like, ooh, would I wear that? Like, how does mm. that smell on me? Like, it, yeah, it becomes personal too because then you can try it on for yourself. So that's yeah, what I like exactly. about it. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's a very... Um, it's a, a, what do you call it? Um, 
kinesthetic experience, yes. like very hands-on, very visceral, and it's a way of connecting with them. Yeah. And also, I was curious to know, and probably anybody would be, whether the sense aligned with what I would have mm. thought that they would like, mm -hmm. or whether mm -hmm. it aligned with their the, their persona that they put out or the other mm -hmm. tastes that we've seen that they have in fashion and things like that. And I feel like they did like, uh, to a large extent. Yeah. There were a couple of surprises for yeah. me, but, but is, there are a couple in particular that was just spot on. Right. Totally it's like, that's on. exactly how I imagine Jim and Tismal. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So a really little, told. sorry, I'm jumping again. No, no. A little history. If we're going to move into that yes. section of um, fragrance. So the first known was 4,000 years ago in Cyprus. Mm according to the internet and then obviously like 3,000 years ago the Egyptians were wearing it for ceremonial purposes this is not as Tanya said thoroughly researched this is general google search but fragrances have been around for a long time and then we were learning about like the top middle and base notes in a fragrance so the base notes stay around the longest and the top notes sort of disappear quickly um, and that's important because you want to look at what the base nose is because those are the ones you're going to be smelling for a while and it'll smell different on every person. So as I mentioned, my friends and I have been doing this like perfume sampling journey and my best friend will wear one with Centaur and it smells incredible on her. And I put a perfume on with Centaur and an hour later I smell like cat pee. Just <laughs> It's crazy. I smell like I just spend an yeah. afternoon in the litter box. Like <laughs> that is amazing. And what is Centaur? It's kind of like woodsy, sandalwoodsy. Oh. Like it's a lovely fragrance. It smells incredible on my best friend and yeah. I wish I could wear it, but like I cannot because I smell like I was literally dipped in cat pee. Isn't that something? Yeah. Wow. So you really have to try these on for yourself and like give it some time, give like spray it on, smell it, give it an hour so the top note can like sort of go away. And then you can see what the base note is and see how your pH levels interact with the perfumes because that makes a huge difference for sense. So, and like things like how much you work out and what you eat also impact the fragrance. So there's a lot of things that go into this. It's very specific mm. and personal and it can change from day to day. So that's why you want to try samples and not just take a recommendation from a friend because it may end very poorly for you. <laughs> yes. And and also hormones, I'm sure, yes. play a big yeah. role. So it may change over your life too, yeah. I would mm -hmm. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, um, we uh, tried a lot of samples as part of our, our extended army journey here. <laughs> our army field trip kept growing and growing. And so one way that you can try some of these different fragrances at a, at a reasonable cost is that there are services called um, scent splitting services. And what they do is they they'll um, they'll get a bottle of the of all these different fragrances at all different price levels, even the most bougie um, boutique fragrances like Chanel Boy, and they will uh, basically tap the bottle into a little vial for you, so you can buy even as small as a milliliter or two milliliters, and they'll put it into a little tiny vial with a little stick that you can rub on your arm, or if you get two milliliters or more, it'll come in a little teensy spray bottle, 
which is convenient. And I ended up using um, the one they found for, for, and of course we were based in the United States. So this may not be helpful to some of you who are in um, other parts of the world, but, but if you're in uh, a developed country, you'll probably be able to get access to a service like this. It will probably just be a different one, but the ones, the one I used the most here was SenseSplit. It's actually just called SenseSplit.com, I think. Mm -hmm. And I found their prices were pretty reasonable. I was able to try most of the sense that I wanted to try for about, I, I went from, I didn't do the one milliliter, which would have been the cheapest. And most of those ran around maybe $4. Mine are like, yeah, there's like two or three. They weren't really yeah, much. Yeah. yeah, sometimes they can be as little as $2. Mm -hmm. It probably just depends on how expensive mm -hmm. the original bottle is. And um, I went up, because they were so inexpensive by my standards, they, I went up to two milliliters so I could get the little spray bottle because I just thought that would be more convenient for me because I'm clutchy. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I got most of them for maybe four. The more expensive ones were maybe $5. And then the shipping wasn't bad. It was uh, for the for the four or five vials that I got, it was maybe $5 yeah. for shipping. Mm -hmm. And part of that, I think, is because, and I found this out when I went to mail a couple samples to Allison to try at the, I went to the post office, so it, I'm just sharing this with you in case any you have a group of friends that you want to share these with. I went to the post office to send a couple of vials to her, and the I, maybe they were in the original packaging because the clerk said, "Are these perfume?" And I went, and of course I I'm not good at lying, so I said, "Yes, yes, they are." And she goes, "Oh, they're you know they're a hazardous substance because they're flammable, so you can't send them by any kind of expedited post. You have to send them by basically it probably went up." a river dragged by snails <laughs> because Allison only lives a three hour drive from me and it took over a week to get there. <laughs> so I think, I think it went on like a little train pulled by snails. It was, <laughs> so it was literal snail mail. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it will go slow to you. Uh, but anyway, so it took, it took, so don't get mad at the company if you order and it takes a couple weeks for them to get to you because I ordered from this place in Texas and it took almost two weeks for them to get from me to me in Kansas. So it's just the, because of the mail restrictions. Yeah. So anyway, that's a great one to do. So we did scent split and then um, for the, they were out of stock on a couple of the more bougie fragrances that we wanted to try, especially the Chanel Boy. And they didn't have the Joe Malone Orange Blossom, which is Jimin's in stock at that time. And so I went with another one that was just a couple dollars more expensive per vial, but not too, well, no, actually it was a little bit more. And I think that's because of the cost of the perfume itself, which was um, Parfum. So I think it's spelled, it's either P-A-R-F-U-U-M, they do two U's, or it was P-E-R, I can't remember, but we'll put all the links in the show notes. And they had the Chanel Boy for $15 for, I think I got a larger sample uh, because the two milliliter was like $12 and the and the three milliliter was about $15. So I went with the, the larger one. And... Uh, and the orange blossom was a little bit less than that. And then the, but the shipping was still very inexpensive, like $5. So anyway, we'll, we'll send you the links for both of those. Yeah. So things that I didn't know before doing this research is mm. like how to wear perfume. Like the sites that we were finding is moisturizing, very important, but with non-scented lotion, obviously, because you don't want to like mix scents and, you know, not to rub your wrists together, but the elbow, the base of the neck, like anywhere there's pulse points is a good place to put perfume. And then you found 
that you're supposed to spray in a V. I just read that this morning. It was just a recommendation. I think yeah. you can, you, of course, you can do whatever you want. But uh, I was on the Diptyque website this morning, and they recommended that you spray from your left shoulder down, uh, across your um, uh, collarbone area and over to your right shoulder. So just basically across across your collarbone area. Mm -hmm. So that's one way to wear it. Um, I Sometimes I find that a little too strong. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I just wear it on my wrists or on, or mm -hmm. on the crook of my arm, my in the crook of my elbow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause then I can smell, I can smell it, but it's not right in my sinuses all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause of, again, the headache thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. concentration levels this is something i didn't know until a couple weeks ago when i started researching for this there's basically three main uh concentration levels and you've probably heard these terms before if you've looked at fragrances at the store there's perfume which is the strongest concentration i forgot to write down the percentages so i'm sorry but anyway it's the strongest one it has the most of the um, ingredients in it so it'll last longer it'll last i think better part of the day, uh, whereas the others fade after a few hours. I don't wear perfume level of concentration myself, again, because of the headache and sensitivity thing. Um, the middle one, which I think is probably the most popular concentration, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is eau de toilette or EDT. And that is a, a medium concentration between cologne and perfume. And I find that very comfortable. Like it's strong enough that it lasts for maybe four hours or so, mm -hmm. about half the day, work day, but um, not overwhelming. And then eau de cologne is apparently the weakest. It'll probably only last for a couple of hours. So it's nice if you just want to wear it for a little bit to go out to an event or something. I, I personally like it to last a little bit longer. So like, because I, I don't want to have to keep reapplying all day. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, so I think EDT eau de toilette is the most popular concentration level from what I can tell. Yeah. Let's talk about how the boys smell. <laughs> this is the thing that we, this is the whole reason for this episode because this is what we really are here for. <laughs> okay. So going in fan chant order. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. Namjoon, we weren't able to get much information about. Um, I saw something online. I don't remember what the source was. It was very fleeting and it didn't seem all that reliable. Somebody said somewhere once that he might wear some kind of Chanel number no. five moisturizer or something, mm. but I don't, I couldn't track it down. So I, I wouldn't take that to the bank, but there was, and again, I, I'll see if I can find the source information for you, I'll put it in the source notes. I saw something else recently where um, someone asked an interviewer uh, or, or some other celebrity, that's what it was. It was some other celebrity that they had worked with recently or a producer and somebody, some radio show host or somebody asked them who smells the best. And they said, Namjoon. Of course. Of course. <laughs> right. So he must be wearing something or he just naturally smells amazing, which is totally believable. Right, right. <laughs> I have no trouble believing that whatsoever. So anyway, we haven't learned about, so we're just going to have to do a part two someday when we find mm -hmm. out what. Because you know, he yeah. lives really clean. He yeah. wears out well. So like his natural scent is probably unbelievable. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, God. I can't yeah. 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 Oh, so anyway, Namjoon, you're still a mystery. Um, Always. I wish we could unravel that mystery, but <laughs> it's not happening today. <laughs> so um, next in fan chat is Jin. And this one, I think, was like the favorite. This this, this is the winner. Yeah. I, mean, I think we won't even hold back. We'll just say that this had universal appeal. We had yes. other people your friend, your yeah. group of friends who are into mm -hmm. sons tried it. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom loved it. My boyfriend loved it. 
everybody who has tried it is just enchanted with it. It's yeah. beautiful. And it is Philosikos, which is a fig scent by a French uh, fragrance uh, boutique called Diptyque. And it's spelled D-I-P-T-Y-Q-U-E. And I just was in Dallas for the Rose concert. And they have, I guess because of oil, all the oil money down in Dallas, they have a very bougie mall that has like a sculpture garden. That's how bougie it is. Uh, it was called North Something Center. Anyway, very fancy. And they had a diptyque um, boutique. Uh, and they also had boutiques for a couple of the others too, like Joe Malone mm -hmm. uh, and they had a Neiman Marcus. So you could go to a fancy mall like that and try a lot of these fragrances on. And anyway, it was such a lovely experience. It was not at all, uh, it was inclu inc inclusive in the sense that they, they, they made me feel welcome. They didn't judge me for not being, you know, knowing anything about perfumes and you know, I wasn't wearing anything fancy and the management was so nice and they let me try everything and they were just, it was a very welcoming atmosphere. So if you feel intimidated by fancy malls, because I, I grew up on the poorer side of things. And so I used to get intimidated by stuff like that. I think the, I had a good experience at that one. So it, it was fun to go and try. So anyway, Philosikos is a, a fake scent, as I mentioned. Um, I love their fragrances because they're they're just just the right balance to my taste between simplicity and complexity. Mm -hmm. They have uh, most of their scents that I have tried, not all, have a fairly dominant note like fig, but there's just enough else going on in it to make it really interesting and to have the scent change over time mm -hmm. uh, in, in interesting ways throughout the day. And uh, this scent is composed of uh, fig fruit, leaves and wood so it's basically the, the whole plant and when it first goes on you get a very strong leafy green um that is really intoxicating to me because i if you like the smell of um you know if you rub leaves together mm. in your fingers or if you love that scent when you first pick a tomato off the vine and you smell the stem, you'll love this. And they have mm -hmm. a couple of other scents that are very mm -hmm. leafy as well. So it's a little bit woody from the leaf, from the fig wood. It's a little bit leafy. And then it has, when it settles, it has this sweet, fruity fragrance that's the fig. And um, and then over time, I've noticed, and this is it doesn't say this in the official description, but for me, when it's getting towards the end of its span later in the day, it's kind of like a little bit powdery, mm. kind of a baby powdery type mm -hmm. of uh, finish. And that's just how it's kind of ending. Mm. So anyway, uh, that I became obsessed with it because uh, I, you know, I don't have an obsessive personality a little bit, not even at all. No, <laughs> so, <laughs> no. So I got crazy about it and like had to wear it every day and just missed it when I didn't have it when my little vial ran out. So I actually uh, invested, invested quote unquote <laughs> in a bottle and I don't regret it. I got a bottle of the Eau de Toilette and I don't regret it at all because I really don't. And the, the sample pack is a little bit pricey, mm -hmm. but the samples are pretty substantial size. Mm -hmm. And like, I know from just like trying other perfume samples, like I have few that are about that size and they have lasted quite a long time. So, nice. you know, do what your budget allows you to. But exactly. if you're like, I have some money to invest, I want to try a few. I feel like it was a, it's mm -hmm. a worth Like you're not going to be disappointed by the the size of the sample from the um, diptyque. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was at the, um, 
at the boutique in Dallas, I ended up getting, I wasn't going to spend the money, but I did because I just was so crazy. The, the sales manager who helped me was such a lovely salesperson, so kind and patient. And she just let me try all kinds of different ones. And I loved them so much that I decided to break down and get the sample kit. It was about $125, which is more than I usually spend on things. But as Allison mentioned, the samples are so big that it's probably going to last a year or more. Mm-hmm. Um, is it all together? It's about the size of a normal large bottle. So, and it was so it was less actually less expensive than buying a single mm-hmm. large bottle. Mm-hmm. So you can try lots of different things. And they were they're very generous with samples too. So when I got that, they also gave me a little sample candle and a little sample a few little box samples of those little two milliliter size ones. And so I got to try a few. So. Really yeah. fun to go to their store. Um, all their scents are really interesting and beautiful, and they they run the gamut. You know, they have spicy, they have uh, woodsy, musky, they have uh, strong florals. Like they have some a mandarin orange scent. They have a sandalwood scent, and uh, I found them all really really compelling. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of theirs now. So I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I think they they just got a fan and customer for life. <laughs> That's how strongly I feel about this, just in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> That's how good it is. So, so actually, before I forget to mention it, um, they gave me a little two milliliter sample, official sample of Philosikos, Philosikos, I should say, which is Jin's perfume and, uh, or, or de toilette. And so we would like to do a giveaway on that. And we'll announce the details of that on Instagram. I think because of the hazardous substance issue with the mail that I mentioned earlier, we'll only be able to do it probably in the United States uh, because it may be difficult or very expensive to mail it out of the country because of that issue. But I'll check into that and we'll give you the details on the Instagram. Yes, we'll have a giveaway at some point. Yes. Um, that will be very fun. Yes. Yeah. And we'll, ho- we'll hope to hear uh, what you think of it too. Oh, and one last thing before we leave Jin and move on um, to Yungi, which is, were you surprised by mm. the type of scent it was and, and what we know about gin. No, not surprised at all because mm. it is fresh and sort of delightful, but also complex in mm. just the right way. And I feel that's very gin. Like, you know, just like I'm here and I'm fun loving, but also there's a lot going on. So yeah. it seemed very on brand for gin. So. I agree. And also he is Mr. Orchard. Yeah. He comes from a family that has, as we all know, a strawberry farm mm-hmm. and a watermelon patch mm-hmm. and all kinds of other things. And he loves being at the farm. We know that he, like one of his ways of showing love to the other members is to give them gifts of fruit, mm-hmm. uh, such as the recent um, <laughs> cake decorating <laughs> be live for Jungkook's birthday, where he got the, the fancy shine muscat grapes put all over his cake. So he gives fruit as gifts and he and he's taken the members to his family's farm and so when you smell philosikos mm-hmm. it smells like a fig orchard mm-hmm. the leaves the stems and the fruit that's mm-hmm. what it smells like and so that it does it just makes a hunt i think his was the one that was so squarely on point mm-hmm. that i was actually actually blown away by how on point it was and how, <laughs> how predictable it was in a nice way <laughs> it's just like to me, always reminds me of this like theme of parasocial relationship. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, right with all projections. It's just how I imagine like, right. him to be and my relationship with him. And yes. yeah, but that's okay. That's 
that's what we're here for the fan experience <laughs> exactly exactly and so you just as always caveat we know that we don't know them and we're just projecting but it's right. also fun and it's so it's fun when it does turn out to be something so like what you imagined you yes. know basically is what it comes down to uh and let me just tell you before we leave philosikos just because we were so excited about it and it did seem to be a real crowd pleaser um what the official description of it is. Uh, the description from the company is that it was designed around the memory of a Greek summer at Mount Pelion. To get to the sea, one needed to cross through a natural grove of wild fig trees. The sun warmed the earth, the dry wind carried the scent of the trees and their fruit. It really is like that. The green freshness of the leaves, the density of the white wood and the milky flavor of the figs. Mm -hmm. So interesting that's mm -hmm. what that's how they described it and then the uh the it actually only has three main ingredients fig leaf fig tree sap and fig tree wood mm -hmm. um so that is what it comes down to mm -hmm. yeah. yeah beautiful beautiful scent all right i'm very excited about yungin obviously mm -hmm. yes um and so there's a few scents that he has either we've seen in be live or he has said to wear and that's invictus by Paco Rabon. I guess so. Yeah. Rabon, Rabon. Mm -hmm. um, Spice Bomb by Victor and Rolf. Artisan by John Varvedos and mm -hmm. Chanel Boy. Mm -hmm. And we have tried all of them. Yes. Yeah, we were able to, to try them all. And my favorite is, oh, I don't know, the top three, Invictus, Spice Bomb, or Artisan. I think they're all really delightful. Chanel Boy was a miss for me. It was for me too. And that was the one I was the most excited to try because I had a little theory, which I now think is probably not right, although who knows. I had a little theory that um, that was that's the most expensive of any of the ones we mm -hmm. tried by far. It's about $500 a bottle. And um, I thought, oh, if there were any... He's because he said, here's why I had this little crazy theory, which is that he said that the one he wears, he that he's not much of a scent person, but that he, there is one that he wears because it was a gift. So it sounded like it was one that was important to him. And I thought, well, if anybody was going to give him a gift of a fragrance, it would probably be a very expensive one. And so I just thought, well, maybe it was the Chanel Blay. And we know that they have all worn a lot of Chanel and like Chanel. Um, so anyway, that's what I thought. But then when we tried it, we both found it to be very, very, um, I, I don't know. I don't have a good word for it. Perfumey, Perfumey. in an old fashioned mm -hmm. kind of a way mm -hmm. and very, very heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's meant to be in the description, it's meant to be a, um, a unisex fragrance mm -hmm. and it's called boy but I found it to be very consistent with other very traditional Chanel scents mm -hmm. I have tried in the past like Chanel number no. five mm -hmm. and they're beautiful classic fragrances but they're way too heavy for me they mm -hmm. set off my sinuses mm -hmm. um and and they go on very very like there's such a strong kind of soapy heavy perfumey beginning to it that takes a long time to fade mm -hmm. that I find it overwhelming yeah yeah so I just put Invictus on and it smells like we were talking about this last night. Like I just want somebody to wear it so I can nuzzle into their neck and smell <laughs> exactly. it on them. And that's the scent. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. It's very clean, mm -hmm. but also masculine. I think this one and Spice Bomb are the most masculine. And they the, were designed to be. Yes. The mm -hmm. scents that he's rumored to wear. And it's just, yeah, it's a lovely fragrance. 
it's not one that I would wear myself. I would wear Spice Bomb um, myself because I like that spicier scent in yeah. the colder months. And I have Artisan on right now. And I would also wear this one just daily because it's a really nice daily scent. But Invictus, I want somebody else to wear it so I can follow them around and smell it on them. Absolutely. I felt the same way. And, and we're not, we don't mean to over gender the fragrances because we both like um, unisex fragrances and, and any scent could be worn by anybody, as we said, depending mm -hmm. on your pH and your likes and dislikes and just your skin, just whoever, whatever makes you, mm -hmm. you. But so we're, when we talk about the gender, um, we're just talking about kind of who they were basically designed for and what we tend to associate as being mm -hmm. male or female fragrances. And this one for me definitely smelled like uh, what what is often marketed as mm -hmm. a fragrance for men. But yeah, it is very, uh, I don't even know how to- It's got like aqua, like yes, a watery scent with like a little bit of woodsy scent and something clean. Mm -hmm. Very spa-like. Mm -hmm. And in fact, one of the other ones that we'll talk about soon, which both J-Hope and Yoongi have worn is Artisan. And that mm -hmm. also is a very modern, masculine, mm -hmm. spa-like kind of scent. So here's how Paco Rabanne's uh, a fragrance Invictus is described on uh, one website that I found, which I've lost track of which one it is, a woody aquatic fragrance. Mm -hmm. So just like you just said, uh, Invictus was launched in 2013, created by Veronique Nyberg and Flippo and a few other people. I won't go through all the names. Uh, top notes are sea notes. So there's the watery mm -hmm. aqua, grapefruit and mandarin orange. The middle notes are bay leaf and jasmine. And the base notes are ambergris, uh, guayac wood. I don't know what that is. Oak moss and patchouli. Mm. What's so, fun about this is like when you find your scents that you like, then you read the descriptions, you'll see the same notes coming up. Oh, it's like, it's oh yeah, true. I really do like anything with oak moss in it. Yeah, and, and we have found some consistencies in the, uh -huh. in the for the members who have named multiple fragrances uh -huh. and the things that they like. Yeah. Is it, did you see any consistencies in the ones that Yungi has either been given or has been using? Um, I think the orange, is that a consistent with, there's like a few that mm -hmm. have um, some orange element to This it. has a grapefruit, a strong mm -hmm. top citrus, note, a, a citrus top note. Yeah. yeah. And mandarin orange too. Yeah. Grapefruit and mandarin orange. Yeah. I think that's been a theme for him. And he loves uh, tangerines because mm -hmm. he loves mm -hmm. oranges anyway. That's so, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then Spice Bomb is just how it is described. It's absolutely lovely and it's so spicy and warm. I, I think loved this, it. Yeah. When, when you let me try it this morning, I thought yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. I just put it on again. Oh, like this one I want to wear because I want to yeah. smell spicy in the winter. I would wear that for mm -hmm. sure. It's mm -hmm. gorgeous. Yeah. And this, these, past the Invictus and Spice Bomb are pretty easy to get because we found Invictus yeah. when we did in August when we were wandering around. Yeah, you can but get that at any mall, mm -hmm. any department store. That one is pretty easy to get. We just didn't have the full printout of what everybody was yeah. wearing at that time. We were on a mission. For right. And it didn't seem super expensive either. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's, it's very popular, I believe. So you could probably get even a smaller sample easily. And oh yeah, and the sample was cheap. Mm -hmm. on that scent split service mm -hmm. it was only a few bucks mm -hmm. um but what, one of the things we loved about it was i looked on the paco Rabanne website to get a description and uh it's just so yungi it says invictus incarnation of a man in all his power 
absolute hero, blessed by the gods and ready to take on any challenge. Uh, it embodies victory. It's a phenomenal shock between sharp freshness and animal sensuality. That's him with his hair lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two forces that nothing and no one can resist. Mm -hmm. A mythical scent for a man who is a legend. I think that kind of says it all. Yeah, that yeah. very Yungi right there. It is. That is. That is him in his in his uh, godlike form that he's been taking on recently. Right. The, uh, the godlike hair. What are the God. other notes in Spice Bomb? Like what? That is a good question. I need to look that up. Okay, so Spice Bomb by Victor and Rolf is a woody, spicy fragrance for men. Spice Bomb was launched in 2012. Uh, the nose behind this fragrance is Olivier Polge. Polge? P-O-L-G-E. Top notes are pink pepper, mm. elemy, which I don't know what that is, bergamot, which isn't bergamot the scent in um, Earl Grey tea? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and grapefruit. Middle notes are cinnamon, saffron, and paprika. Base notes are tobacco, leather, and vetiver. And I don't mm -hmm. know what vetiver is either, but uh, tobacco and leather are very common in men's, mm -hmm. men's like classic men's fragrances. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the citrus again. Yeah, the citrus again with the grapefruit, mm -hmm. um, but definitely spicier with the cinnamon, the saffron, the, the paprika, the pepper. Wow, beautiful. Blanking on vetiver, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we just looked at vetiver, and it is a grass, a perennial bunch grass, and it is related to sorghum, and it is fragrant, and it is it has a citrusy fragrance to it, kind of not the same as, but in the same idea as lemongrass, citronella, and palmarosa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then lastly is artisan which yes. is an absolute this one you I feel like you could wear year round it's clean which is <laughs> neither one of us are professional <laughs> perfume exactly. people so we're like clean peppery <laughs> yes exactly just just our impressions <laughs> um and that it's a very nice light fragrance like I've had it on now the whole time we've been recording and it's just dried really well mm -hmm. and there's yeah I would want to wear this all the time. Same. And I had that same reaction as I did with the Invictus of it's very spa-like, very modern, mm -hmm. um, not, not like a classic floral perfume, but a very modern uh, type uh, where it doesn't have a particular like recognizable, oh, that's that flower or, or something like that. And in fact, there is an aqua version. Artisan has several versions to it. This is the original. It's called Artisan Pure. And I could not tell when the different fan BTS fashion accounts were sharing that um, both Yoongi and uh, J-Hope were wearing Artisan. Sometimes they posted Artisan Aqua and sometimes they posted Artisan Pure. And I don't think anybody knew for sure which one it mm. was. Mm -hmm. I, I tried to, there was a grainy photograph of J-Hope holding up the bottle and I tried to compare it to the pictures of both of the bottles and couldn't tell which mm -hmm. one it was. And somebody out there may know. So I just tried the pure one. And here's what the, and again, it's by John Barvados. And here's what it says about it. Um, it was inspired, it, it released in 2017, so not too long ago. It was inspired by Jalapa, Mexico, where the freshness of hills and citrus rule. And a fragrance review 
and again, we'll give you the links for these rather than trying to tell you where they all came from. Uh, the fragrance review that I'm reading says that it is the kind of fragrance that grows on you. Like it, it may not overwhelm you at first, but uh, that when the, the reviewer found that when they wore it in the winter, it was a little underwhelming. But when spring came, it was mm -hmm. a completely different fragrance, mm -hmm. which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, and here's how they described it. Beautiful, crisp, woody and citrus scent with a very decent performance and likable and easy to wear, which we found was true too. Yeah. It opens with a big citrus combination and then it dries down to ginger and woody notes and white musk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's a very simple, very elegant and something that you could wear every day, just like Allison said. And so that, yeah, that's the information on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I had any other description of it, but it's very, very pretty and very modern. Lots of soap fragrance because both yes. Yungi and J-Hope have been seen wearing or have said that yeah, they have worn it or the bottle mm -hmm. has been spotted in their yeah. studio. So uh, yeah, that's the only one that we know of where multiple members uh, have it. So we've been calling it the soap fragrance. S-O-P-E, not S-O-A-P. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of J-Hope, mm -hmm. you have this candle and yes. we need to talk about that for we a need, minute. We need because... to talk about it. Yes. I've never smelled a candle like it. It's not at all was that what as what I was expecting it to smell like. Mm -hmm. And we're referring to the uh, arson candle from the Jack in the Box merch. Yeah. And when I first saw that he was going to have a candle in the mix, I thought, oh, that's neat. But I didn't want to spend a lot of money on a candle. But then, of course, when I realized that he designed it and mm -hmm. that he picked out the fragrance, I was like, yes, I have to know mm -hmm. what he thinks smells good. And I became obsessed <laughs> and I spent all my hard earned money on that candle. <laughs> and that's okay because yeah, it's okay. it was worth it. So, it so much fun. Like, I'm going to pull the candle out right now. We're mm -hmm. going to try to describe it. Mm -hmm. It is sort of like having a laundry day with leather. <laughs> yeah, with it because it has, it is. If I was going to gender this, I would put it in that kind of more masculine uh -huh. category. It has that. In fact, we, okay, Megan, our co-host Megan sent us on an army excursion because we like to go on army field trips. Mm -hmm. And we went to, she said, go, would you mind going to Bath and Body Works and see if you can find anything that's similar to it? Because I would like to know what it smells like and maybe try mm -hmm. it. And we, we, it was complicated enough that it took us three different candles to try to get an approximation of what it would smell like yes and so if you burned these couple of candles from bath and body works it probably would smell very similar to the j-hope candle yes and it is a combination of after dark mm -hmm. and these are from bath and body works which i think we've said a couple times and that's because it has um and that one has bergamot, amber, and tonka in it. Mm -hmm. And those were not scents that were listed on the candle description, but it had the vibe, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's in the family. Yeah. And then leather and brandy mm -hmm. was probably the closest like scent impression. Yes. So if you burn leather and brandy and then the um, the one that's like, fresh laundry or something yes. like that at yes um at bath and body works you put the fresh laundry one in another room so you just get a hint of it and burn leather and brandy like close to you that would be the closest yeah. uh, approximation of this candle i agree i agree it's because just, it has the, the official description 
has okay so on the weaver's shop uh description they actually gave the notes which j-hope picked out himself he said that he it was a kind of a scent that he really liked that he had smelled in a few different studios and other places that he had gone to i think he mentioned particularly in the united states mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so he kind of um I assume he worked with someone to try to recreate a, sim a similar scent for his candle. So he was very, very involved in this. He, For those who are, don't know, if you're a newer fan, for example, because I didn't know this about him at first, he's very scent sensitive. And I think Jungkook has said that he's the same way. Mm. Like they just very, they, they are really fascinated by scents. And often you'll see in video clips, uh, J-Hope and Jungkook are like smelling the other members and smelling their hair and they're just very sensitive to smells and very into them mm -hmm. so I'm not surprised at all that that for part of his album merch that J-Hope wanted to create something with a scent uh, and I think he's the kind of person that probably wears a scent every day I wouldn't be surprised oh so here's what the combination of aromas is and if in looking at or, or experiencing especially his another fragrance that he has said he wears which is and i won't say it right because it's french terre d'hermes it's an hermes scent um it's very we felt very consistent with this candle it is woody musk blended with vanilla for the base note and then the middle notes are spicy balsam and soft jasmine and then the top note is a powdery scent. Mm -hmm. So when we were uh, trying the candles at Bath and Body Works, I think the reason we needed three candles was because each one of them has one of these things. Mm -hmm. um, that that leather and brandy one was kind of like the woody musk, I think. And then that after dark one might have been the more balsamy, jasmine mm -hmm. one. And uh, then the powdery scent. So yeah. it's it's hard to find. I didn't find, I put the, these notes into a fragrance search engine online when the candle was first announced to see if there were any uh, body fragrances that were similar. And nothing came up that had this particular combination. It is kind of unique. Mm -hmm. And so it would be hard, I think, to recreate without using a couple different things at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's it's very interesting. And it is kind of, uh, it's strong, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 It's absolutely delightful. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. And you had the Hermes on this mm -hmm. morning. Yes. That was a really lovely fragrance. It is. And let me read you some information about that. So, okay, uh, Terre d'Hermes by Hermes uh, Fashion House. Uh, is It came out actually in 2006. It's been around for a while, and yet it continues to be listed as, um, as a recommended scent. So I think it has some staying power. Uh, there's a, a site that does fragrance reviews called Fourth Sense, and um, they recommended it as their number one men's fragrance for 2022, even though it came about in 2006. And the reason they said is that it, it was really, really hyped when it got out and was popular, but kind of quickly diminished, but that it is, uh, it is so, it gets a lot of high ratings and gets a lot of compliments, it says, from girls, <laughs> which I thought was funny. So women do like it on men, especially. Uh, and that they, so they continue to recommend it. And when I first got the sample from Scent Split, and by the way, I want to make a correction. When we first started out, I said that the services that you can get the samples from online are called Scent Splitting Services. I was, I was um, 
in my mind had combined it with the name of the company. And I think the more technical name is uh, decanting, decanting service. So that's something you can search for if you want to. There's a lot of companies that do it. So you can choose your own. Here's how it's described. And, and when I first got the sample and tried it, I said, I, I remember I went into our group chat and said, I, cause I was freaking out of course, cause you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's J-Hope scent. And I said, it is so woodsy and musky. Our J-Hope smells like a man, <laughs> like a man. <laughs> and it's just a very masculine scent, I thought. And that's how it's described in the review. And it says it has a beautiful citrusy opening with orange and grapefruit, pepper heart. So heart is another word for the, the middle notes. So a peppery heart, and it dries down to a masculine vetiver, which we know now is a uh, fragrant grass with a citrusy kind of a fragrance, cedar wood and patchouli, and that it is absolute perfection. Mm -hmm. uh, and here, I thought this was interesting in the review. It says, and this is, I think, like it's so perfect for J-Hope. It says, bear in mind that Terre d'Hermes is not for everyone and not everyone can deliver the character that this scent describes. Uh, and in the review, it says, the smell of Terre d'Hermes Terre d'Hermes, I'm sorry, I'm not, I know I'm not pronouncing it right, is definitely not for everyone because it smells extremely masculine, adult, and dominant. And I was like, J-Hope, this is a little too exciting for me. It's definitely not for boys, teens, young adults, and not even for some adults as the scent of classy and stable gentlemen simply doesn't go with that age. And this is interesting, or street style. But uh -huh. he is a street dancer, so it just shows how well-rounded he is. He's uh -huh. just everything. To wrap up, what does Terra Dermes smell like? I know for a fact that vetiver as a note is not for everyone, and it's not easy to wear it. That's that... Um, uh, fragrant grass but if you think you can handle a beast <laughs> like Terre Dermes try it out <laughs> oh my god I love that so I just much. love this for J-Hope so much because he's I mean it's it's J basically this scent is is J the yeah. J version yeah. of J-Hope yeah. the one that came to Lollapalooza thinky and thirsty <laughs> exactly exactly so I loved it and so yeah when of course I'm sure obviously it smells different on me I'm a woman and I'm you know it smells different on everyone but I did it did strike me as a non-fragrance expert as being very woodsy and musky when mm -hmm. I first tried it and I was like oh this is very masculine but it's also really beautiful mm -hmm. and I've got it on right now and when it fades it's uh yeah it's more grassy and citrusy mm -hmm. and that strong kind of musky muskiness to it is gone and I've only had it on for maybe about an hour mm-hmm Okay. So next up is Jimin. Jimin. Oh, Jimin <gasps> in this sweet little orange blossom scent. Oh my gosh. Oh, this pure, pure flower scent, which does that not just describe him pure and floral? Mm -hmm. So this is a Joe Malone scent. And if you go on their website and look at their scents, they're very one note, mm -hmm. which is just like clean, simple. Um, and there's a ton and they all sounded amazing i remember when i was on scent split and i was picking out my samples i wanted both whole pages of yes. the joe malone like um samples that they had in fact i ordered um even though it didn't have any association with bts i ordered their cherry blossom yeah because i just thought it sounded so beautiful and it's the most delicate fragrance i've ever smelled in my yeah. life so they had the cherry blossom we have orange blossom and then i got blackberry and bay oh. um 
and that is just delightful but orange blossom go back to jimmy <laughs> yeah he's distracted by yeah, yeah. although the, i wanted to say the blackberry and bay um which you shared me for me last night is a lot more like a diptyque fragrance mm -hmm. it, it has like a, a couple of strong very recognizable notes but it also has a little bit more mm -hmm. complexity than mm -hmm. some of the other joe malone's i think yeah yeah and it's a little more leafy mm -hmm. and and woody yeah mm -hmm. so the orange blossom is the by far the most floral of all the perfumes mm -hmm. and clones that we have sampled on this journey mm -hmm. um and probably the least likely the, that I would wear on a daily basis but I like the smell of it but I wouldn't want to have it on me all the time yeah it's very pretty mm -hmm. I used to live in Arizona and the the campus mm -hmm. that I worked on had a lot of orange trees mm -hmm. and I remember in the spring I used to walk from my building to the union to get lunch and you'd just be walking down this this long uh, promenade with all these orange blossoms. And this perfume smells like that. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. very, very true to scent. Mm -hmm. You could recognize it even if you didn't know anything about perfume. So it's just very pretty and very mm -hmm. pure, which just doesn't that sound like Jimin? Right, yeah, that's exactly how I imagine Jimin to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so lovely. And, and all of, yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful scent. And mm -hmm. I think the Joe Malone, like, it's fun to see what else is out there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And if you do, if you're really into this and you get excited about Diptyque too, they have a mandarin orange perfume. I don't have the name of it in front of me, so I'll put it in the show notes. That I felt like it had a little bit more complexity to it, but when it was in its base or there, its middle note phase um, was very, very similar mm -hmm. to Orange Blossom, had a very strong dominant orange yeah. Yeah. kind of a scent to it. So you could try that if you wanted to see what Orange Blossom smelled like. Yeah. So... Hey. Yeah. He's so it? funny. He's so quirky. I just love his answer. <laughs> he was asked what scent he wears at some point, and his answer was a vino lavender body moisturizer. <laughs> we didn't go down that journey. We just decided that, you know, if you want to go buy some vino lavender lotion, you can. <laughs> right. It would probably only cost you a, a few bucks and you can have a take home experience. So, and we all know what lavender smells like. So, uh, I just thought that was great that he gave a an answer like that. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I kind of love it because I wouldn't be surprised if he said that because he wanted fans to have something that anybody could get yeah. that they could relate to him. It just wouldn't surprise me at all if if he said mm -hmm. it, not to be perverse, but to be um, inclusive like mm -hmm. that. It mm -hmm. wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. And then yeah. Jeff is similar. Like he, mm -hmm. his um, sense the winds that he included were just like Victoria's Secret scents. Yeah. So we, again, we didn't go and like smell these because you can go to Victoria's Secret and smell them. But yeah, yeah. I thought that was really neat. And yeah. And we probably will at some point, but we, we just ran out of time. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, they're the kinds of things, like we said, that anybody could try. So we encourage you to do it, especially if you're Taehyung or Jungkook biased, you'll want to go on mm -hmm. a little field trip of your own, maybe. He did have one more uh, bougie fragrance that he has said that he wears, which is a Bulgari scent called Omnia which is classified as a woman's scent. But again, of course, it doesn't have to be that way. And he does seem to like uh, more you know, fragrances that are, are more typically classified as women's scents based on his Victoria's Secret and things like that. Uh, and I have a description of it. I tried to order it. I promise we're not, it's not that we didn't want to try Jungkook and Taehyung's fragrances. Um, we'll have to wait till we learn more about what Taehyung wears other than his, his moisturizer. I tried to order Omnia and they were out of it. All the places I tried were out of it. Maybe because 
Jungkook said he wears it in 2020 and maybe ARMY is still buying it out. I don't know. <laughs> but it is uh, an amber fragrance. It says for women, but of course that doesn't have to be. It was launched in 2003. Um, the top notes are ginger, cardamom, pepper, saffron, and mandarin orange. So very spicy. Mm-hmm. The middle notes are masala chai, uh, nutmeg, cinnamon, almond, clove, and lotus. And the base notes are white chocolate, sandalwood, woody notes, tonka bean, and guayac wood. So there's a lot going on in here. And it seems to be, it has some citrus in it and some woody notes, but it seems to be very spicy. I want to, I want to smell that. I want to try it. favorite things in the entire world. Yes. Chai, nuts, almond, sandalwood. I want to eat it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when we can get a hold of a sample, we'll just have to do a little postscript episode yeah, and yeah. share because oh, now we both really want that to. That sounds it. incredible. Yes. Um it's always <laughs> makes it makes me want to sniff kiss drunk cook just so <laughs> I can smell what that is. Absolutely. And I think he, you know, even though he wouldn't want a stranger to do that, he gets sniff kissing because he does it to other people. Yeah. We've seen videos of him smelling Namjoon's hair and yeah. Jungkook's hair. And yeah. yeah, he's a sniffer. He's a sniffer. Yeah. He would get it. We <laughs> heard into drunk cook and, yes. and sniff kiss him so he, we can smell yes. that. He would understand the impulse. <laughs> We won't actually do that. No, we Personal respect space. We respect the sanctity of his body. Very important. We're good fans. We promise. Yeah. Yeah. His space. Okay. So takeaways. I think we've already kind of revealed our big takeaway, which mm-hmm. is that we both loved the fig, um, the philosophical mm-hmm. spiral diptyque, mm-hmm. and in fact, it prompted me to go on a whole diptyque journey, which I'm still in the middle of because I love just about everything that they make now. Um, and it also doesn't really set off my sinuses too much as long as I don't put too much on. It's it's a very, they're beautiful. What about you? Is there anything that you think you would wear regularly or just that you just like? Uh, well, I've liked most of them. I think the ones that I would ma- wear regularly, I can't talk today, wear <laughs> regularly would be, especially this season when it's cold because mm. we're coming into winter, a definitely spice bomb. Mm. Um, I have like a central roller in my office and it's very spicy and very similar to that. So it's one that I wear quite often anyway. Um, so spice bomb and then artisan, like mm-hmm, that could mm-hmm. be an everyday fragrance for me. It really is just lovely and I think it is a unisex fragrance if Mm -hmm. I remember right and if it's not it easily could be it smells very unisex yeah yeah yeah. and we noticed that a lot of the BTS members were wearing Mm -hmm. fairly unisex or at least had one of their scents was a unisex Mm -hmm. scent which is really cool they're still so good about things like that yeah so that was the big, the big adventure so far, which I'm sure will right. continue. <laughs> we'll have to have another field trip. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we're hoping that some at some point when we can get together with um, Megan and Leah again, since they live uh, on the other uh, other coast and we're in the middle of the country, so we don't get to see each other often. But we're hoping that we can have another scent journey with them, <laughs> and maybe so we'll we'll revisit this topic again at some yeah. point, and maybe we'll learn more in magazine interviews and things like that someday about what other scents the members are wearing or mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. or maybe we'll see them on their shelves <laughs> I still want to know what shampoos those were in Hopi's shower when he was showering his plants yes I kind of have to know yeah I do like I've wanted and with all my like Thai actors that I follow I'm like yeah. what do you wear I want to smell you yes <laughs> made me very curious it's so intimate it's just a little like physical way of 
just exploring more about what they yeah. like and yeah. yeah it's fun very fun yeah thank <laughs> well thank you all for going down the rabbit hole with us yeah and we hope you enjoyed it and um, if you want any advice about how to get a hold of samples or anything like that let us know and uh, we'll put plenty of links in the show notes so that you can try different things as always we're not recommending any particular company we had a good experience with these two this time around and we just ask you to do your due diligence before you spend any of your hard-earned money and have fun <laughs> And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll go ahead and sign off now. So, Jorge. Can't get enough of BTS? Cool. Neither can we. So, between shows, why don't you hop on over to Afternoon Army on Instagram and join the conversation? Want to support us as a newer podcast hitting the scene? Share the love by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. And last, but certainly not least, don't forget to check out the other pod in our network, Afternoon of Delight K-Drama. Deep dives from three romance authors with new episodes every Wednesday.